What is it about jihadis, jihadi terrorists, that makes them so cruel? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, short podcasts about all things national security related. As per usual, I was reading a periodical today, one that I've been reading for quite some time, and I came across an article about civil war, war in general, which got me thinking an awful lot about terrorism. So let me give you a bit of the context. The journal in question is called uh, Nautilus. It's a science magazine. This is from uh, article, or rather, issue number 36, a fairly recent one. And it's an article that is entitled, Humans Have Gotten Nicer and Better at Making War. And it's an interview with a well-renowned Canadian called Margaret McMillan, who's a historian, uh, one I have seen talk on several occasions and think quite highly of her. And the article is about what it is that has happened to warfare, meaning you know armed conflict amongst humans over the millennia since the time we started it, which was a heck of a long time ago. And the interview goes on and on. And I want to read you one excerpt from the interview. And I think you'll understand where why I'm reading this particular one. So the question is, don't civil wars tend to be the bloodiest wars? And Dr. McMillan answers as follows. They tend to be the worst because they are wars of ideologies, whether it's building socialism on earth or paradise in the afterlife. It's almost a moral imperative to eliminate anyone who opposes you because they are standing in the way of the greater good of humanity. You feel no compunction in removing them from the face of the earth. That is why such wars are so cruel. In a civil war, you're not just fighting those soldiers out in the field, you're fighting the whole society because it is wrong. Even the children are wrong. Even the old people are wrong. There's no one innocent in such wars. And when I read that, I didn't start thinking about civil wars. I started thinking about terrorism because that's kind of what I do. And it struck me that the comments being made by Professor McMillan could just as easily be applied to terrorism. And more specifically, one form of terrorism, which we call Islamist extremism or jihadism, as it's called by other peoples. This, these are terrorist groups, terrorist individuals, terrorist gangs who subscribe to a very non-normative, extreme interpretation of Islam and who think that violence is not just permissible, but is actually compulsory. And there's a lot of what Dr. McMillan said in that little excerpt that I read you, which really does apply to jihadis. One is that, yes, they think everyone else is wrong but them. In other words, they have a monopoly on the truth. They are the gifted ones. They are the ones doing God's work on earth. The fact that they're doing so in a violent way, well, that's what God wants. That's what we're going to do. And this is why you see amongst Islamist extremists a wide range of indiscriminate targeting of people. Now, I'm not going to say that all terrorist groups performed honorably in the past. But the ones that I think of in the late 19th into the 20th centuries, into the 21st century now, certainly didn't seem to, on a regular basis, indiscriminately target 
women and children for their violence. And yet that's exactly what Islamic State, to a lesser extent Al-Qaeda, Boko Haram in Nigeria, Al-Shabaab in Somalia, whatever we're going to call the terrorist group fighting now in Mozambique, various groups in the Sahel, all of which are Islamist extremists in nature, they seem to relish in the fact that they target women and children, as well as men. We've seen many cases where children were killed in the course of this, or children were forcibly converted into so-called cubs of the caliphate. In other words, made to become terrorists themselves. We saw beheadings. We're still seeing beheadings in Mozambique right now. We saw people burned alive. We saw people drowned in cages. We saw people thrown off buildings and killed in the most excruciating manner possible. Again, not something which one normally associates with your run-of-the-mill, if I can use that term, terrorist group. So what is it about Boko Haram and the various Al-Qaeda and Islamic State affiliates, not to mention Islamic State itself at its zenith in 2014-2015 when it declared the so-called caliphate in Syria and Iraq? I think a big part of this is that the members of these groups truly do believe that, in the words of Bernard Lewis, I'm right, you're wrong, go to hell. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to facilitate your journey to hell by putting a bullet in your head or chopping your head off or drowning you in a cage or burning you alive. They do think that they are carrying out what they fervently believe is God's mission on earth. And that mission is to forcibly convert, cajole, force, whatever, everyone on this planet to kowtow to their system of belief. It's the only permissible system. It's their way or the highway. You can either be part of it or you can die. It's as simple as that. The other part I find about Islamist extremists is that they hearken back to this perceived idyllic time period, idyllic age in the history of Islam dating back to the 7th and 8th centuries, where Islam, which began as a very, very small religion in western or central Saudi, what is now Saudi Arabia, and then spread to one of the largest empires the world's ever seen by the late 8th, early 9th centuries, they somehow see this as the perfection of civilization. And as a result, they want to return to that particular time period. This is why Islamic State declared the so-called caliphate in 2014, to recreate, to resuscitate this perfect society, which they claimed rule over the earth for so long. And as a consequence, they are carrying out justice as it was carried out in the 7th and 8th centuries, in which beheading was okay, in which the cruel murder of innocent people was okay, because they were doing God's work. I do think this is a different form of terrorism. I really do. Am I wrong? I I, I don't know. I, again, my history may be limited, but I, I, I'm struggling to find examples of groups that are analogous to that. And I, I simply can't find any. And in case you're not watching the news, we're still seeing the same types of absolutely barbaric crimes carried out by Islamist extremists. There have been beheadings in Mozambique. Islamic State in the Sinai just beheaded a Coptic Christian the other day. We're seeing mass rapes at Boko Haram in Nigeria. We're still seeing these abominable punishments as they see them 
carried out by these groups. I, for one, hope that this kind of tactic doesn't spread to other ideologies. I hope we can keep the lid on Islamist extremism, which, alas, is not going away anytime soon. Because one thing the world does not need more of is the absolute antediluvian policies and practices of groups like Islamic State and their kin. We've moved beyond that for the most part, and I hope we keep going down that pathway. Anyhow, that's what I think. I want to leave you with the Hardy Boys Guide to Life. This comes from the Wailing Siren Mystery. If a wolf is chasing you through the forest, climb a tree to get away from him. I'm not sure um, where Joe and Frank Hardy got that one from. Um, if you're being chased by an Islamic State jihadi, climbing a tree is probably not going to help you. But anyhow, that's how Joe and Frank see the world. What do you think about Islamist extremism? Is it different? Are these groups and individuals any more barbaric than other terrorist groups? Drop me a line. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisaves. You also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like the content and want to get more, go to my website, borealisthreatenedrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get a free daily digest of all the material to your inbox every day. You'll also find a link there to my new book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada from Confederation to the Present. You can order order it there. I'll talk to you again soon. 